Today on the Tech Bytes podcast, we're diving into the issue of distributed work with sponsor AppNeta. As forecasts vary between a full return to the office and some flavor of permanent distributed work, IT organizations have to figure out how to monitor and manage work from anywhere. AppNeta recently launched a new monitoring point for remote sites that integrates with its full platform so you get visibility into home offices, the campus, the cloud, and more. Our guest is Alec Pinkham, Director of Product Marketing at AppNeta, and we're going to dive in. So, Alec, you know, what are you seeing as some of the challenges that enterprises or your customers are facing as they try to balance this uh, new work from home, distributed work, work from anywhere? Yeah, I think in general, there's still a fair amount of uncertainty around hybrid work. We see the news cycle come back when big companies announce new plans and we're we're seeing the expected variations based on industry. So manufacturing's back, retail's back, some finance. But the big factor is going to be company size and company kind of culture. I think the plan to go back to the office for many people is by and large complete. We've actually seen statistics that say almost, you know, 80% of people are back in the office. And I think when we're looking at what IT is doing for these companies that, you know, they're driving changes, they're not in the driver's seat, but they're the ones that are going to have to deal with any businesses decision that comes down the pipe. And so the reality is that IT is already working on transformations. They enabled work from home back in the day. They're updating security policies. They're optimizing connectivity now. But I think where we're sitting is that we've been focused on getting IT the information they need from the locations where users are going to sit. And I think that uncertainty of where they're going to sit has been something that's kind of pushed IT a little bit to the brink when they're starting to do strategic planning for the next 12, 18 months. And are you seeing full-time back in the office or is it more we're back in two, three, some mix of days with some still at home or is it we're all back in the office? Majority is going to be a hybrid approach. We're going to have either fewer days in the office or a little bit more flexibility around work from home. I think most of the companies that we're dealing with have a large contingent that's going to be in the office for a smaller amount of time per week. So three or four days per week. I think that's going to be pretty standard, but there are obviously industries that absolutely need to be in the office for longer or just need the uh, resources in the office, right? Manufacturing firms can't just send people home and have uh, work done there. (laughs) Yeah. Right. You can't build a car in your living room. You can try. (laughs) I was thinking about like this, just the gap between work and the remote work that you can do and the types of jobs that require you to be on premise is actually very wide. Uh, The one I was thinking about recently was hospitals. All of that work, I don't. I think even most of the administrative work is best done on premises, for you know, for the vast majority of of workforces. And you actually got this interesting situation where, if you actually only have a small number off prem, you go back to where we were before the pandemic. But now you've got a problem with how do you make sure that they're all got the same experience? What's that traffic look like? What's the application response time look like? But it gets much worse when, say, eighty percent of your workforce is suddenly away from the office working in a distributed fashion. Maybe that's a coffee shop, maybe that's a home, you know, using a consumer broadband, maybe you live in the wrong place. You know, it's a much more diverse problem now. Yeah, and I think that that living in the wrong place is really the biggest one because you don't really think about it when you're at home watching Netflix, but connectivity for business quality, voice calls and things like that is just not there in most uh, rural and definitely some urban environments. So I think the connectivity part is the key issue there. And one of the reasons I asked about what you're seeing in terms of is it full or some hybrid, because I feel like IT did have to invest a lot of time and effort into supporting remote or hybrid work. And you don't want to feel like, well, we're just chucking that in the bin now. 
Yeah, I think the push to use existing infrastructure has been an interesting one for us. I think it's been a trend throughout the pandemic because without people in the office, it's either the worst or the best time to upgrade, right? You don't get the real world experience, but you do have the ability to change anything, test anything without really impacting business. And I think the transformations you mentioned are really going around focus on connectivity from work from home. So you see VPN upgrades, you see switches to yeah, apps like Teams for companies that never would have done that before the pandemic because they were still on on-prem Skype. And I think that that theme of now we can focus on the office again is an interesting one. And it's maybe not one that IT was totally prepared for because for the past almost two years, they've been told to focus on work from home. So, well, if they are managing this hybrid work, would you, what do you, would you say are sort of the key metrics that IT is going to have to think about going forward, supporting this distributed environment or work from anywhere environment? Yeah. So from the home environment, I think the, the key things to focus on are specifically the home environment itself. So wireless wired connection, how are people connecting? We've seen a lot of customers create policies around, you must be wired or you must have, you know, this kind of connectivity. And I think you know, the, peop- the number of people who have upgraded their wireless routers or home at, or run some Ethernet cable has been astounding because, you know, we had people at the beginning of pandemic who were stealing neighbors Wi-Fi. So we're definitely <laughs> in a better place there. But I think the, the home environment is going to be a very important piece of it. The last mile connectivity and focused on the ISP connection into the home. We had people coming into the pandemic that had no idea what you know, what they actually paid for, what their bandwidth allocation was, and then obviously didn't realize that that bandwidth allocation is not up to snuff. We have a lot of connections in the home that, you know, weren't prepared for enterprise level or business level communication. And I think once you get out of the home, out of the last mile ISP, there's a lot more transit networks that we have to deal with that aren't typical office connections, right? You, you know, you either had mm. direct connections between offices, MPLS back in the day, or even some companies uh, still have that connection. I think there's a lot of thought that has to go into how does the user get to the business critical app, knowing that the business critical app may be in a different spot than it was 12 months ago. And I think the key thing here for me, for AppNetter is, this is you're adding the functionality for the distributed work or the hybrid work. But you're also, your core competency is coming from a basis of being in the core network. So you're actually saying, I'm going to monitor both the actual as installed corporate network that you've got today, and I'm going to be able to monitor these distributed work workforce, right? Yeah, our history has been the end user perspective. And until about 12 to 18 months ago, the end user perspective was typically in the office. And so we had a, you know, an approach for, you know, the end endpoint or the user workstation, but we've spent a lot of time to make sure that's, you know, matching what we had in the office before. So we certainly have focused on making sure that we can figure out how to get the same visibility into the network, into the, you know, wiring network that's connection, connecting all these pieces, but make sure that we're also getting that end user perspective, regardless of where the end user might sit in the future of this hybrid work. So that's probably a good time to bring up uh, the new monitoring point that I teased in the beginning. I guess you're calling it the CPE40. Can you give us more details about it, what it does, where it's sitting? Yeah. So generally CPE40, customer premise equipment, uh, it's focused on bringing AppNetta's visibility into sites where edge routers are already deployed. And so we're starting with Cisco Catalyst devices, but we're looking into and speaking with customers to figure out what other devices make sense from the CPE perspective. 
And these devices are already on the network. They're in good locations behind firewalls, close to either where end users are going to sit or at least the VLANs that they're connected to. And we're getting the same visibility across the network from behind those locations to other locations that have these. Because when you have these edge routers out there, they're all already have some kind of interconnection that we can take advantage of to create a good mesh. And this is container software that's actually running on the Catalyst devices, right? It's not something sitting in front or behind. That's correct. So we're using Docker containers, but any Cisco Catalyst device that uh, is licensed to be able to run a container will likely be able to run this. So this idea of actually putting probes in the network has real value from an operational point of view because it accurately measures uh, what the actual network is doing. Like it's, and it doesn't require an edge device to be turned on. Like one of the problems with tools that are installed on people's say smartphones or in their computers to do the thing assumes that the computer is turned on all the time. So having a solution that can use this type of in the network as well as the other ways of monitoring the network is really rounds out the portfolio for what use cases that customers have. So, you know, as a network engineer, I might want to have a couple of these around the place. I can drop them on a Cisco Catalyst 9300, 9400, and I can put them there and get those probes running. And then I can also have the edge nodes where I'm on a, say, a laptop or a desktop and monitoring the network, right? Yeah, exactly. And we know through, you know, just working with our customers, you know, we have both physical and virtual devices but deploying dedicated monitoring hardware can be pretty challenging, right? You either don't have access, physical access to a space or for virtual, you don't have a hypervisor or device to deploy to. You don't have, uh, you know, the ability to work with another team because, you know, we're, we're not siloed, but at the same time, we have our own devices and you can't touch them. So yeah. I think one of the things that we're focusing on is making sure that we can enable this kind of visibility from places where IT already has equipment. And what kind of, uh, what am I getting when I run this container on a catalyst that I wouldn't be getting, say, from already on the logs or whatever telemetry I'm pulling off the Cisco device? Yeah, so from our monitoring points, they're super low overhead testing, basically full monitoring of a path between targets. So we're monitoring between those Cisco Catalyst devices or between a Catalyst device and a cloud device or a workstation, and you're doing full AppNeta monitoring, which is hop-by-hop -hop diagnostic information around what is the capacity of a path, what is the uh, you know, the latency, the RTT, all of the kind of standard network metrics that we're, we're used to, um, but now being able to do that from uh, CPE devices. Okay, so if I wanted to get a sense of what kind of uh, application experience a user sitting behind that device might be getting or from site to site or site to application? Yeah, exactly. And I think you hit on a good part, part there where looking out to a lot of these new cloud apps that we've deployed or that we're starting to utilize from locations where either users will sit in the future or users are going to have to transit makes a lot of sense. And is this a, a, a separate GUI? Is it built into the platform overall? Oh, it's it's all it's all part of the same system. I mean, deploying it is you know just as easy as deploying a, a Docker instance. It's you know a couple lines of code that you have to to run uh, to instantiate it. It'll connect up, call home, and you're ready to go. And I know engineers out there are going to be thinking, okay, you want me to run extra software on my business critical router? What, what kind of performance impact does it have? These are really light uh, performance impact. I mean, we're not, we're not talking a lot of RAM. We're not talking a lot of actual resources from the device. You know, these are devices that are set up to run containers and often are underutilized. So we're, util you know, we're putting mm. these on a device that uh, could run this already, but is now uh, kind of getting a little bit extra life out of it. 
Yeah, the Cisco Catalyst actually has a restrictions on what containers can use and actually allocates a CPU core directly to it. So you can't overrun the rest of the system or something like that. Isn't right. It? Like, yeah, it's separated. Yeah. So you can't actually cause damage to the main function of the switch by, you know, something going wrong in the containers. I know we're getting to the end of our session here, Alec, but I wanted to ask you something. We talked about this being corporate access and corporate networking, but what about SaaS services like Salesforce and ServiceNow? Can I also probe them and check that they're working well? Yeah, absolutely. And I think the SaaS focus is one that we've always wanted to enable. And depending on where these devices are deployed, this could be a great example of you know, having it as a test from you know, an office environment or even a data center environment to test some of that transit link. And I think looking at a SaaS solution in general, we can look at both of the actual network path uh, as it's changing, because those are quite dynamic, especially when you get into the cloud environments that host them. But you can also at least do availability and kind of API checking from the SaaS service side. Hmm. That's important, I think, because that's increasingly something that we're doing. I'm looking for some of the things I'm looking for in these application and performance monitoring solutions is the breadth of capability now. We've gotten to the point where this market segment is maturing and I want something that covers all of the capabilities in a single product. And that's one of the things I think AppNet is getting together. Well, and I think that's where you see a lot of the popularity around digital experience monitoring when it you know, resurfaced with a new name is focused on that SaaS uh, service and, and what's actually happening on the, the cloud side of it. Because I think mm. people are realizing that the networks that connect them are going to be so dynamic, but the cloud environments are actually way more dynamic than a lot of people initially thought. Well, we are out of time. Alec, thank you for joining us. If folks want to find out more about CPE40 or anything to do with AppNeta, where should they go? I would direct them to appneta.com slash packetbushers. All right, appneta.com slash packet pushers. Thank you, Alec, for joining us. And thanks to Appneta for being a sponsor. Sponsors make what we do here at Packet Pushers possible. If you'd like to find out more about Packet Pushers, we've got many more technical podcasts along with our community blog at packetpushers.net. You can follow us on Twitter at Packet Pushers. Find us on LinkedIn, rate us on Apple Podcasts. And last but not least, remember that too much networking would never be enough. <laughs>